This is such a tricky question for me because <laughs> I feel like now forever and always I got to like, I will have to be aligned. So, oh no, not at all. I mean, one <laughs> day is I'll on. wear different pants, yeah. you know, and I'm pretty sure he listens to other music besides okay, Tiger. Okay. I'll give, I'll give you, I'll give you an Go example. Ahead. Any Wes Anderson movie. Mm. Oh, wow. All yes. Right, all right. How you brewing? It's time to get ground to earth. I'm David. And I'm Josiah. And today we are here with our good friend, Aaron Rolston. Welcome. Clap, clap, clap. It's an honor day, to have you here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. I, I will say, let's go ahead and just begin by why we have Aaron on the show today. Okay. It's because Aaron frequently posts about a specific coffee company. Um, some ho- hopefully, you know, future friends of ours, Onyx coffee in our they're out of arkansas arkansas correct arkansas he posts about them on his instagram and every time he makes me want onyx coffee so badly and the best part about the show is it's just for people in the coffee community of any kind and frequently throughout our entire relationship we have spent time over coffee i think almost every single time at least every other time, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> As an artist exactly. who cares about their posts, you may be Onyx's like best free advertising that they have. Oh, absolutely. I'm happy absolutely. to be honestly. Like, I wish. Yeah, they should. They should really reach out, <coughs> Onyx. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. Uh, well, well the, we're gonna have some coffee, uh, but before we do, I really want to know uh, a, a little bit more about how David knows Aaron. Well, so I've I've known Aaron through you. Yes. Because you guys played music together we did before and that's when we probably first met yeah actually what's interesting is Three i feel teenagers. like i feel like aaron is that relationship that i probably remember him definitely more than he remembers me because <laughs> of these interesting moments and i don't know uh i don't know if you remember this roy can you can you help me out really quick roy. producer roy stepping in yes. to help i don't know if you remember this but there was a period in your life where you were, and I would love to get into this more too. You like <laughs> got rid of like almost every, all of your possessions that did not fit into a car. And we met in a parking lot. <laughs> we met in a parking lot. It was, here we go. Thank Dude, you. Dude, look, look at, at this. this. Oh my gosh. Do you remember this guitar? I do, in fact. <laughs> Aaron sold me this guitar in the parking lot of a Whole Foods. I remember this I guitar. Vividly, remember this? I vividly remember that, actually. That's so... <laughs> yes. I wonder this, if this moment was coming, honestly. What's <laughs> amazing is, is that... Did, did you okay. yeah. <laughs> and what was interesting was it didn't... I, I mean, I'm still no um, aficionado, but... You, I didn't realize this until afterwards. You had like rewired this and like flipped it from its normal position. I did. Yeah. I flipped it back. I hope you don't take offense. No, of course not. <laughs> but I, I flipped it back and um, it's a great guitar, man. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad you've so enjoyed thank it. Thank you. And Whatever. if you want to later, you can play it in like uh, some nostalgia or something in like Burns. that. Yeah. I can't wait to just unbox all of the crazy talents that Aaron has because guitar <laughs> is just one of like a thousand it at is. least. It is. Um, okay, so we're going to launch into our what's in the cup segment. Today we have our uh, usual Le Croissant, not a sponsor. That is not how you mugs. say that. <laughs> I, I know. I, that's the way I say it. Um, oh, Le, Cru, Le Creuset. Uh, Le Creuset. 
Uh, we've got coffee in here from the one and only Onyx, Onyx. Coffee. Um, this is a very unique coffee. It is. And David's going to take well, a stab. I, mean, I think at, it is. Well, yeah. You told me how much how much we paid for it, and that's all I know. We paid um, $40 for 10 ounces of coffee, and I, I'm sure it's going to be worth it. But David needs to guess at least one of the general flavor notes, and if he gets it, the tasting notes, he gets to keep the bag. Well, and and as, a quick, as a quick $40. background, as a quick background, we wanted something special outside of the box to share with we Aaron. Did. With him being an, a an Onyx aficionado, we wanted to go and reach for the stars and share it with somebody that we knew would appreciate it. And I will say to confirm, I have never had this coffee. This particular one, yes. it is like first time. Fresh taste buds right here, folks. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Whoa. Dude, that tastes good. I was, I'll be honest, I was nervous because <laughs> when I brewed it, I didn't think, the brew didn't happen exactly the way that I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. It went a little bit longer than I'd expected, and I always prefer a coffee be under-extracted rather than over-extracted, but man. Okay. That is a tasty coffee. Man. Now that's cooled down like a t like just a tad. That is yeah, that is spot on, man. Okay. Now I while I do all my best to not know anything, yes. I will try to pick up on one clue, which is that you said you would be very impressed if I were to guess any of these tasting notes. Today. Well, yes. Well, I, honestly, I mean, I really think that you can guess. Do you the tasting notes? Were you just trying to throw me off earlier? Maybe. Or are you just trying to highlight how poorly <laughs> my track record is? No. We're going to no, have no, to no. flip the script on this show. We really will. Have to I, I will one. guess one day. <laughs> uh, many and days. remember, nobody's wrong here. What you taste uh, yeah, is unique I, no, to your palate. You've true. developed your own experiences. But sometimes I think I just have to like pick something. Yeah. I mean, consider that it's $40 for a small bag of coffee. That's like, that's pretty telling. You know, like that's, those are some nuanced notes, you know, like okay, if right. it was just like, it's blueberry, like that wouldn't really be right. You know, right. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I smell like something. When we opened the bag, I looked at Aaron. I said, this is what I smell. It's not the notes. No, but oh, I had a, a very specific smell and it reminded, it like took me back to a, a memory. Um, oh, I'm going to want to hear that memory. We're gonna all. Yeah. We're all gonna bathe. There, in, there's in a there. reason why. When I look at the notes, I actually understand why I had that memory. But I. Okay. All right. Hold it's on. taking so much for you not to accidentally say something that's like, right. oh yeah, it's like this thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Newbie here. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just gonna. I, I'm. I'm gonna ask for. A hint. Just an affirmation. Okay. Go ahead. Is there a fruit? Yes. Okay. Definitely I, a fruit. Okay. Yep. I was on the right track there. Uh, right. Is he also guessing like the and well, region? We get specific. Like the region or anything? Is that like oh, the no, beginning no. or we, like? We've got two fruits basically. There's, I didn't tell you this. There are four notes on this bag. Oh, God. Four times I got to be wrong. Technically on okay. this box. All right. This is an experimental coffee for Onyx. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just just for context there, they have like a scale on the top of every box that's like traditional to modern. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this one is all the way to the modern side. So yeah. Yeah. good luck. I'm a fan <laughs> and uh, good luck. Okay. <laughs> I there think it is. Yep. There it is. Yep. Yep. Okay. I feel like there's a berry. Is there a berry? 
Um, you're you're in the world of of yeah. correctness on a berry, but I will say there's no. Uh, it's there, not. It's not. It's not technically a berry. I, I'm gonna go. But it has berry reminiscent depending flavors. On the berry. Yes. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. You can have that. Okay. Look. Listen. I'm just gonna start guessing. Go ahead. Okay. I I feel like I taste current. Okay. Okay. Which has been in a, on a previous. It has track. been, but I'm 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 feeling the current vibes. Okay. It's in the ballpark at least. You're totally Closer. in the ballpark. Yeah. Okay. okay. I need to take a look too, actually. Yeah. Yep. I forgot what's in it. Some of these are familiar, like super familiar. Maybe super something familiar? you would have okay. grown up with. Grown up with. Maybe dude. in a lunchbox. <laughs> One of these? I wow. even in a lunchbox? Dude, One of them. Dude, I had bologna sandwiches. Well. I hate to tell you, that's not a note. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, never mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> Actually, another staple lunch for me for years. Yeah. Cream cheese bagel. Really I, listen, solid. When I, when I latched onto something, my just, mom went all in. She was just <laughs> glad I was eating. That's amazing. Yeah, she was glad you're eating. Okay. Um, I'm very very excited about this. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm gonna at least say. I feel like I do have, and I, I could just I'm just gonna be wrong. Yes, and it's okay. I do feel like I have a little bit of chocolate in there. Okay. So yep. I'm, I'm going to go with some form of chocolate. Okay. I don't know if I should say milk or dark. Okay, great. But I'm just going to go with dark chocolate. Great. Okay. It's going to frustrate me because it's Do you like thing. chocolate a lot? Why could I say it a lot? Yeah. Because um, I think not, I, sometimes I wonder if... And this is just this is just me. But when it comes to people who really like coffee, like if we have an ideal coffee experience, mm. you know, because I love dark chocolate. Like oh, yeah. I really like dark chocolate. Agreed. Um, and so when coffee tastes like chocolate, like uh, the the coffee that we have currently on batch at um, at the shop at Rulu Coffee tastes like chocolate milk to me, hmm. but like a dark chocolate milk. Very good. Here's the, here's the thing that's throwing me off though. I I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm not I'm not a I'm not an over consumer of chocolate. I don't feel like I need my chocolate fix right. each day. Okay. But there's almost like a desserty ice cream nature to this to me that to makes me like think of like chocolate in my ice cream. Okay. But I also feel like in what's interesting to me is it also feels very bright. Uh huh. So like I also feel like I also feel like I get some citrus. Interesting. As well. Okay. But I'm just going to go, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. Big limb. Literally, it grows on tree limbs. I'm going to say key lime as a note. Okay. And you said I get a fourth one, right? Yeah. Take a stab at one more. You can be less specific. Okay. <laughs> it's like both more and less specific. Um, I can be less specific? Yeah, I'm just wanting you to get something near the vicinity something. of it. Because I'm not even close. Okay. You've got it. No, I don't. Um, yes, you do. I'm rooting for you. I One day I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just not going to get any of these right. This this is normally like one of the largest parts of the show and we end up chopping it all up. <laughs> because it'd be horrendous to watch this. It's kind of like it's watching like somebody drown, but then, but like, it's to just, watch or listen. Just imagine just listening happening. to us trying to figure out what this thing tastes like. And just watching floundering, yeah. you know, and trying to or identify like the notes of floundering. 
I drank that way too fast. I should. I want more so bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll send you home with some. Mm. And I'm just gonna go with Graham. 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 Oh, yep. Okay. All right. You, are you ready for the reveal? I am. Now I pulled up my phone. I don't mean to be I rude. Have, I've, I've been on my phone this whole time. Trying to figure out what this really tall okay. object is here. Um, I like it's like double wrapped. I mean, this is like serious. So this is the Ethiopia Wush Wush Low Oxygen Coffee. Okay. From Onyx. Low oxygen. Low O2. Mm. I don't want to. I want to see it. the notes. I'm, I'm uh, looking through. Yes. The coffee right now. <laughs> okay. Into, into I, I, I'm gonna show. I, I'm just. I'm just trying to show this beautiful box. The packaging is. The packaging is illustrious. Amazing. Never settle for good enough. Our coffee is impeccably sourced and sustainably roasted by the sun. We can get into that in a bit. We should get into that. I have a lot to say. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, here okay. we go. So let's take a look at some of our flavor notes. Just, can you, can you see it. these, Roy? Perfect. Just, just go for okay, it. Just great. the big reveal. Big reveal. Let's go for the whole thing. Um, thank you, Lauren Fur Furry. Shout out. Actually, should we? That's fine. We'll Rick. cut that out. We'll cut that out. Here's the reveal. All right. So we have plum candy is what they said. Now, when you said dessert, I was like, you're in the right world. It's sugary. It's sweet. You even said berry. And then what was the other thing that he said? He said currant. That was currant. Yeah. Which like plum... I don't know why plum has always given me like a berry-like experience. It's kind of like it's, fruity. I mean, it is berry. It is fruit, right? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. Um, it's fruit. Dang. I. I'm gonna have a little bit of this actually. Get in there. Is it candied? Like. Oh no, it's not. Like, do you can. No, just it. regular <laughs> plum. Oh, that's a juicy plum. But, yeah, that's a very juicy plum. Oh my plum, word! Mm. Not to wow. lick my whole arm. Mm. Dude, that is good. Dude, I haven't had a plum like. Who knows how long? You know what's amazing is that, that is these tasty. these have been sitting in the house. Yeah. And it was under my nose the whole time. Yeah. I didn't realize it was going to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There it is. Um, mm, that's good. All right. And what then and then um, I, I think that's the very first one we have. Then we have honeysuckle. Didn't make it onto our plate today. Honeysuckle. Okay. Honeysuckle. Again, your sweetness, right? Okay. Um, green apple. Man. Which when you were when you were in the whole fruit zone and I, I said lunch, you know? You know what's sad is when you when you were kinda of had the thing coming up, I saw the green and I went, I got that key lime. Oh yeah, you were like key lime. And then it was the um, wrong, wrong green fruit. It's, it's like the yeah. sourness though. You had that like spot on. Like yes. exactly. slightly sour. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. I'll pass on the green apple. I'm more of a red apple fan personally. But really? Yeah. No yeah. hard feelings though. Okay. Wow. And then finally um, we've got grenadine. Is it grenadine. Grenadine. Yep, that's it. Pretty wild. That is wild. Um, I'm trying to even think. Like the grenadine is like, what a wild note. Yeah. So what? so let me let me read about this real quick. This rare small batch release is an experiment done in the famed Wush Wush region of Ethiopia, involving anaerobic like fermentation. Anaerobic like. This micro lot is already exceedingly delicious, but with the added limited oxygen experiment, the cup profile now pushes a unique natural fruit sweetness that creates a one of a kind cup. Interesting. 
Very interesting. And we were discussing this before as well about the anaerobic kind of processing. Because yeah. like, that's that's pretty wild as far as like most people's understanding of coffee, right? right. Do you want to explain like roughly what that, I mean, we, we kind of said together, we're like, I don't really know, like yeah. we know loosely what that means because of just like words, you know? But <laughs> I really don't know enough about the anaerobic process. I know that it seems like a very new it's been introduced as this like special and unique experience, but I was actually with um, some coffee professionals in Miami this weekend, um, some friends of mine, and they they were talking about how they weren't sure how sustainable it is in the long run for farmers. And it was really interesting mm. to get their perspective because they've been able to travel internationally. Uh, but the whole idea is the processing of the coffee happens in like a vacuum sealed container. So to know that this is low O2, I don't know what they're doing yeah we were guessing it's like that process but like a little less maybe exactly uh, or something like that because yeah not as stringent on the yeah. like getting all of the air out of that container as they process or the maybe they're just looking for another word they can just they can just have like low o2. vacuum had to have low oxygen just, yeah. just to add to the mystery you know <laughs> well that's it for our what's in the cup segment yeah. all right we're back with aaron aaron you're you're like the mega fan of Onyx, so huge supporter. I, I'm actually cu- uh, curious first how you came first came across Onyx. I was trying to rack my brain to figure out when I indeed heard about them, and my best guess is maybe like Instagram. I don't know to be yeah. honest. Like I was I was thinking so hard. It'd be such a great story. Be like, oh yeah, I found them because you know I I found a box on a mountaintop or I don't know yeah. like, <laughs> geocaching. Yeah, inside. Yeah. Like, that'll be epic. Dude, oh my god, geocaching! I forgot about <laughs> geocaching. Is that a bit of a throwback? Coffee geocaching be a thing though, man. It really should. Be. Let's do that. Okay, that's the next. We're thing. gonna make it happen. <laughs> uh, ground to earth. Put that in the coffee geocaching. Put we that need, in yeah, the put it in book. the notes. That's in the the vaults of uh, ideas. There. Yeah, it's in the ground. Oh, it's in the name, guys. Man, oh, dude. Just, right. The puns just keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> but so you found them on Instagram. Something on Instagram, probably. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, it was one of the coffees that I liked a lot, you know, because we're, you know, in Tampa. And it's like, there's, there's a whole lot of coffees that you can have here in Tampa, right? And it's like, knowing you, knowing a lot of other coffee people in this community, I'm like, I almost felt bad like almost guilty about like buying coffee and enjoy it from somewhere that's not mm. like around the corner from my house. Right. But huge, huge, but there, um, I decided just to kind of like solely keep buying it. Um, yeah. really for the last like few years, actually, like I've been just consistently getting, actually have their subscription, like they're okay. like monthly, uh, bi-weekly, I guess every two weeks. Is that, yeah. is that bi-weekly? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, fortnightly, I suppose. Um, <laughs> And it's been like, dude, it is unmatched to be to be that good, honestly. Yeah, um, that consistently, yeah. that often, that you still want it. Yeah, because yeah, I've done a couple of subscription services with coffees from all over the country, and and sometimes it can be a little hit or miss, yeah. you know, because they're trying to highlight different roasteries all over the country, and honestly, all all support to like small batch roasters Absolutely. who are figuring it out and are growing. Um, but for a company to have somebody's attention for years on end and to be like, I'm not done. Even to have a coffee today that you're like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Again, this is a totally different coffee. Never had it. Never even heard of anything like this, you know, just unbelievable. But um, yeah, and back to the box thing. I was like, but, the, but I got to tell you about the box. Yes. <laughs> tell us they, about it. they rebranded like a year ago, I want to say, like mid 2020 ish, something like yeah. that. And it was like, my mind is blown like from the logo to just like the packaging the packaging alone is just unreal like this really? is just the outer box like 
this is just the packaging basically. Yeah. This isn't even like the thing that coffee comes in. Like that's a right. whole separate bag inside of it. And it's like all compostable, I think, or at least recyclable. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Every box has like its own color. Like, you know, it's like uh-huh. a nuanced whatever color we decided this was, light tan, yeah. taupe, whatever thing. Right. <laughs> and then the funny part, and I wish so badly I had some of this merch to show, but they have a line of merch where they have hats, you know, hoodies, all, you know, the regular merch stuff, but they have the colors that correspond to the boxes of coffee. And it's like dead So I on. could get merchandise for this specific coffee. You could, yeah. So you could be like a micro fan. Like you could be like, not just an Onyx fan. But <laughs> I'm a fan, fan of their Ethiopia Wesh yeah. Wesh Lowo too. Yes. Yeah. I've, yes. I've, got so the, right. I've got the fan tea. I've got the coffee tea. Can I ask what merch would you have? Like which coffee? What's your, go- yes. what's which your go-to? coffee merchandise? Oh, gosh. Have you um, had all of the regular offerings? So, so here's the funny thing. They change, they, they regularly cycle out like the new or like the single origin coffees, like maybe monthly, something like that, like okay. very regularly. Yeah. And there's the staple ones, like they're their blends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And those are very good as well. But um, basically any Ethiopian they have is like, it's, it's in the top three for hits. me. The one I think... I'm always so bad, like the naming of the, the coffees, to be honest. I'm like, it's the Ethiopia, the pink box, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's, it's helpful for that. Um, honestly, it's like Nano Chala or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It is. I think that was the pink box one I just had. Um, but that one, dude, I've had that one for a few weeks in a row on uh-huh. <laughs> subscription. Um, but normally I have the the roaster's choice, what they call it, where basically they send you an, a different coffee every single time. Wow. So like, th- because they change it out so often, you can just be like, you know what? I want to... Try a Colombian one next week, uh, yeah. you know, Brazilian one next week. And dude, that's, that's a great experience because it's like it really opens your world up to like just different flavor profiles and you get to see the different color boxes. Right. You know, I take pictures of them every single time. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Um, yeah, man, it's it's great. great it coffee. is so cool. And I, 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 I don't know. I have so much respect for what they do. I actually saw, I think that uh, Taco Poppy. <laughs> was in the area recently. Who, who, um, Taco, Poppy? Taco Poppy. I actually don't even know. I should know his name. That's his Instagram <laughs> profile name. That's to, his handle. I have to concur, actually. I have the same problem. Like, I know that guy's name on Instagram. I know his name. I know his face. I know I've seen him repping Onyx. And somebody, he, uh, somebody reach out. We got to. Yeah, we got to figure out, uh, uh, you <laughs> know, a connection. Spend some time with Taco Poppy. <laughs> um, but I, everything that I've seen them do just gets me really excited. Uh, about what they're doing and and it's been really cool to see somebody else who's just as excited but also is like sold out for what they're doing and I want to know a little bit more Aaron about like what coffee means to you because mm-hmm. for as long as I've known you you're like one of the most creative people I've ever met Shucks. and you've, you've been involved like in photography and video and web design and music and um, Aaron and I actually remember when we were much younger, like teenagers. Um, there was a period of time where Aaron was releasing music, but he did this like week long or month long challenge to write a song every day. Mm, it was a week, yeah. Um, it was a week. <laughs> no, it, not a month. It, yeah, he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to take credit for a month. Um, yeah, it was like a week long and he ended up post, you, they were all on Spotify, right? They were all streamable. Yep. He made each one of them and uh, it blew my mind. He played it at an open mic night. I was like, this is, you can, you can do this. Like this is possible as like just any person. Um, But as somebody who was dreaming of songwriting and just starting songwriting, it was really cool to see someone like dedicate that much discipline and attention to their craft that they made something so excellent. And every, 
thing I've seen you do has been like that. It's been with excellence. But how is like coffee connected to that for you? Hmm. Well, first, I really appreciate that. Man. Yeah, dude, like, of course. The the seven and seven sorry thing that feels like a lifetime ago. When honestly. was that? Do you remember what year it might have been? <laughs> Maybe like 2013 or 14, something okay. like that. Like at least six, seven, eight years ago, something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have like nightmares about that. No way. <laughs> Not really. It blessed you and it robbed you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. No, that was like the most rapid growth I've had like ever in musical endeavors like that. It's, it's so hard to make songs in a day. The, this is the last thing I'll say about that. We'll move on to, back to coffee. But um, like the the reason it was so demanding is because like it was like a community thing. Like it was, I don't know if it's just like a hashtag or how yeah, I got involved with that, but like it was an invite from a person yeah. in this community and like, Hey, you just, you know, do a song, write a song every day, perform it, record it and post it the same day and then do it again the next day and the next day and the next day. And so like just doing it and finishing a song every single day, even if it's not perfect was like huge progress as far as like yeah. perfectionism goes, you know, right. not that it's not still a problem of course, but like for that to, you know, you have to finish it <laughs> or else you, you can't, share you can't be a part of it almost it's like that was a crazy amount of motivation i guess or i don't know well, <laughs> Fear? it was inspiring to see someone commit themselves to that you know and then you performed it at a coffee shop yeah Got to hear i i don't know if it was all of the songs but it was a good amount of them mm. they were all really impressive to me <laughs> it was really really cool to see well thanks for that i mean but so like the coffee and even to even to bring it back to what you just said like i played it at a coffee shop like for <sighs> Drinking coffee to me is like separate from like coffee shops in a yeah, way uh-huh. that's like pretty fundamental. Obviously, they both serve coffee and whatever, but it's like the drinking and the making of coffee to me is its own personal like joy that's yeah. separate from the shop, you know. And I love both of them probably equally. I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, it's probably from maybe 10 years ago. I was, another thing I was trying to think of so hard before coming here, I was like, you know what? I should really think of when I first had coffee or whatever. Yeah. I have no clue to be honest, like, yeah. no clue. I mean, like just like most, uh, you know, American households are like, you know, coffee maker at home, yeah. eventually got like a Keurig. And then like at some point there was just like a turning point of, you know what? I think there's more out there <laughs> and, you know, started going to more shops and probably at that point there wasn't a whole lot to choose from in Tampa at least. But do you remember um, the first maybe like specialty coffee shop experience you had? Was there the a place? First but there was there was one the place ironically the place that we did the open mic at um, yeah. with the songs that was a place that I worked at for a while um, it used yep. to be called a cup of organic yep and then they moved to a different place and then they called it zeal coffee roasters and that's still around just roasting coffee but okay. that's within the lab which is in its own shop it's like a right. whole <laughs> whole story of did it did you but work at zeal I worked at zeal yeah so okay. it was a cup of organic and I was there for that and then transitioned to zeal and I was there for a bit but okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just, it's pretty pivotal as far as like where I just spend my time, honestly, like the, the feeling of being somewhere where the, the beverage, you know, the product that you consume and pay for at a place is like as important as the place. Yeah. And if for them to be together, it just, it was just amazing. So, I mean, I, I constantly just be at shops, you know, at zeal, um, you know, like editing videos or editing photos or just hanging out with people or meeting people for coffee, whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I don't even want to think about the number of hours, days, weeks of my life where I've been like in a physical place that wasn't like my house. And it was like the same place, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's just, it's kind of mind blowing to think about, but yeah, so that's, 
I, I, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say, but it's <laughs> awesome. Thinking back on that time when I bought that guitar yeah. from you, you were you were like making a big life move at that time, where you just like got rid whatever you couldn't fit in your car. Where, can you remind me where you were going? I, I was moving that. to Atlanta for two. It ended up being two years for school, and it was like a small like leadership program okay. sort of thing, and it. It was great, you know, for what it was. And then I came back here, and that's been... What brought you back? I mean, what made you decide to come back uh, to Tampa? Well, the the program was like a year-by-year thing. So, like, you could do up to four years, but I decided just to do two. Mm -hmm. And so then I just came back and just haven't really left. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I do remember that when he was doing the two years, a part of the two years was a trip to Ireland. Yeah. Right? They did, like, mission trips. And And he went and got coffee in Ireland. And Ethiopia, ironically. In the same trip, we went to Ireland and Ethiopia. And Ethiopia? Whoa. Oh, Oh, I thought you meant like the birthplace Ethiopian coffee. No, I thought the same thing. And then when I realized he was saying he was at the birthplace of coffee. Here, here's an interesting story about that. So, you know, I've said multiple times now, too many times, I like Ethiopian coffee. We have it right now. Again, I can't remember the name of the city even. I'm so bad at geography, to be honest. Um, We went into this like village and we're like helping people like, you know, clean their homes and, you know, I forget if we built anything, but there's this one lady that offered us coffee. You know, she just offered like, Hey, can, we, can I make you some coffee? And I couldn't remember if it was like the organization like made that happen for us. Like, Oh yeah, we're going to have coffee for you guys just so you can experience Ethiopia. Um, but the way she made it was like, it's like in my brain now. So, you know, Ethiopia is where like a huge amount of coffee is grown, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one we had. Yes. And, you said it's the birthplace of coffee. It that's is. yeah. So it's that's pretty cool. Um, but she had like a, just a you know a pot of green beans, you know, like coffee beans that were not roasted yet. Right. And we we're just like around like a like a fire, like a campfire kind of vibe. And she literally got just like a like a skillet kind of thing, put the beans in it, and just started kind of like roasting it over the fire. Like it's like, is very jealous right yeah, now. I can like tell. it was like popcorn, you know. It's like we yeah, have here. It's yeah. Like whoa, can I just make a popcorn? Um, roasted it to, uh, I guess you know how it should be, um, and then she poured it into like a, a pestle and mortar, and we like went around and like had wow. our turns like grinding it ourselves. Yep. Um, put it in, you know, a filter, put it in a, I forget what she put it in, like, but served as coffee just around a campfire from Ethiopia in Ethiopia that right. we roasted and ground ourselves. And it was like amazing. Like, yeah, I, I, I wish so badly. I wish like that I knew what the flavor tasted like. It's like, like oh yeah, that was the, that was the best coffee ever. Right. It was, it was good for what it was obviously, but like the experience was like amazing. So that's, that's like my personal coffee, like personal experience you know that's amazing yeah. that's so amazing i was actually thinking back to a guest we had on the show um previously sandra oh yeah and her experience growing up that's in right. peru that's right. her grandmother did the same thing whoa over the fire that's cool would take a skillet take the green beans they had just recently plucked taken mm-hmm. taken the the fruit off of the coffee and then put that that seed really Mm-hmm. inside of the skillet and and cook it up and and when you're when you're doing things on large scale i mean you can't you can't really do that and that may not always be the best way to roast but it's it is incredible to be at a place where that's even you're a, you're able to do that with coffee that was grown in your backyard up the road or and ma- yeah <laughs> make it right there over a campfire at night in ethiopia yeah, that'd be amazing that's remarkable yeah it was pretty sick that is so awesome i love that 
I, I need a story like that now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you go to Ethiopia. We need a trip. Peru, you know? <laughs> All right. Time to just call Sandra's grandma. Aaron, tell us a little bit more about your connection to design and like what, what you do and like all the different um, aspects of design you've you've participated in. <laughs> uh, because I, I, from what I could tell, I mean, you're super passionate about Onyx's branding mm-hmm. and you, you're very impressed by it. But I think that comes from all the hours that you have put into uh, branding and design yourself. So give us a little bit of background on, on your world in design. Sure. Uh, so... I think it started. Um, I used to, you mentioned it before. I started doing video at least a couple years back, um, doing wedding video, and constantly at shoots, at you know, while I was editing, friends would see my website, and they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, man, I love your website." I'm like, "Thanks, I did it myself in Squarespace. It took like not too long, I guess." <laughs> and they're like, "You should, you should do that like professionally or whatever, or you can make me one, right?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm doing, I'm doing wedding video. What are you talking about?" Um, and so when <laughs> here's like a weird shift when COVID happened, um, the wedding industry kind of like took a turn and there was like no weddings for a good while. And I was also simultaneously feeling like, you know what? I don't really like weddings that much. <laughs> um, moment of like clarity with that. Um, but I was remembering back to when friends and family and whoever would say like, you know, what? I like your website. You should give that a shot. And so really the, the start of my like design career um, was like last year was like the beginning of 2020. And of course it goes before that is like, you know, appreciating it and like the, the whole idea of like minimalism and like trying to just see the simplest version of things. And that's what I like a lot about this, um, this branding, right? So it's like, it's so simple. It's so easy to like understand and like distinguish, you know, like, you know exactly what this is, but like the, the, the details of this, like every single box has like embossing, I guess, or not embossing or maybe debossing. That embossing is like when it's raised, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. lowered, but yeah. um, just things like that. I'm like, man, it is incredible the amount of detail they went into for just for just coffee, you know. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's my that's my take. That's my short story <laughs> when I got into design. Of course, I've like appreciated it for much longer. Um, but yeah, so now I'm I'm professionally full time doing like design work. So I okay. do websites, and I've I've kind of gone back and forth about like branding to offer it and whatnot. But um, yeah, that's. That's my design story. That's awesome. <laughs> Short that's awesome. story. And, and that's actually, it's interesting for me to hear that because everything that I, I've said this almost a couple times already on the show, but everything that I've seen from you has always been designed in a way that captivated people's attention. Hmm. Like like the, any, any of the music you'd release or the artwork that you just do on your social media, it always had design elements in it. Hmm. So when you got into creating websites... For others, did it just was it just natural? Did it just click? You yeah, know? that's that's one of those things I feel like um, I've heard as advice for a long time, where people are like um, the the thing that you feel like is effortless is maybe the thing that you should like pursue, mm. because you know a lot of people were like, I hate working on my website, or I hate mm. the idea of like designing a logo or whatever, and I felt like I could spend all day doing both those things, and yeah. so I just took that as a you know cue to just try it at least, mm. and just been doing it ever since, and. Yeah, but it is really about the whole idea of like simplicity, you know, like back to even the music, the photography, uh, video stuff. It's like I think that the taste matters, of course, just just like in coffee. It's like having the thing that you like is important. But like 
knowing what to remove is almost more important or knowing what to not have is more important, you know? Yes. So it's like, that's, that's kind of like my philosophy of sorts with the, you know, the web or the design work is, is just like make it as simple as possible. Right. Um, and And you say simple, do you mean from a user, um, uh, interface perspective or like getting straight to the point or do you mean even from the look or is it all together pretty much all of the above yeah just like the you know the, the typography the colors the, the the layout the the intention of it you yeah. know copywriting like it doesn't have to be as complicated as people think and that's the thing i like to to kind of use as my strength yeah. almost is that like not that i'm incredible at it but just like i know what to not do mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like being that's that's like the thing that actually sets me apart a little bit um, where a lot of people get stuck with like, I don't know, there's like so many things we could do. And I'm like, no, 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 just keep it clean. You know, <laughs> so take, take us through a, uh, just like a typical project for you. Like, how do you approach the project from, from kind of beginning to end? So if somebody comes to you and says, Hey, I've got XYZ company or my, mm. my, um, I sell cupcakes and <laughs> I want a website. How do you get to from the beginning to the end product? Yeah. Uh, the part that I think a lot of people miss is like the strategy behind it. And that's what basically every project starts with. Right. So like understanding and asking questions and researching, that's like half the project. Mm. And it's funny cause everyone thinks it's like, Oh, it's like 2% of the project at the beginning. No, that's like half the project is understanding. And so like really getting deep on like, why are you doing this? Why are you selling cupcakes? What's yeah. the difference of your cupcakes and Publix? Or I don't know. Um, how can we portray this in a way that will affect your ideal customers in the right way, you know, and just kind of shaping the process around like the meaningful difference is what I try to call it is like, what is meaningfully different about like you, your product, your customers, like all those things. Um, and then from there, the design kind of just comes naturally, honestly, it's like, how do you portray that specific thing in just a clear way? You know, that's, that's essentially all I do. Just try to communicate that thing clearly. You know, so the process, like, I mean, I, I use Squarespace most of the time for designing sites, you know, the usual design stuff for, you know, logos and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, that's what it comes back to is communication for me is like clear, concise, m- you know, minimalist. That's almost like a buzzword at this point, but <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, that's the process really. And how do you, how do you try not to use Helvetica every time? I don't. <laughs> I just give in. You just give in. All right, all right, good. Dude, who doesn't love some Helvetica news? Know. Hey, listen, who if doesn't? You, you know you're a fan when you watch the documentary. So, <laughs> if you've watched you know typography documentaries, you, you're too deep. If anyway. you have like, books, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That's that's awesome. I lo- I love the what's the meaningful difference question. I think that's so valuable, and that's something that we had to ask with this show. You yeah. Know? What is, what is our meaningful difference? Why would people even want to listen to us? Why are they listening right now? <laughs> um, and it's just critical and, and really important to really anybody who's venturing out in any kind of way to be able to answer that question. What is it? So what, what is the meaningful difference for Aaron uh, designing people's websites over somebody else? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I love that. You, I, I, I also, I just want to highlight real quick. I love that you said like, how can I, how can I show what you do clearly? Because it's so easy for things to be busy. It's so easy for for you to want to give people all of the information up front, uh, but then you miss out on people really being able to identify with who you are. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, that's probably one distinguisher, yeah. you know, that you want it to be clear uh, yeah. from the get-go. But what's the other meaningful difference? I will say another concept that I feel like 
I probably need to write more about this stuff, honestly, because I'm like, I have a lot to say about you know the meaningful difference concept. Another thing um, that I like, I guess I fall back on, but also like lead with is emotional alignment is what I kind of call it. And it's it's the same thing as just you know, clear communication, but the process is is focused around you know, meaningfully connecting with the right people in the right way, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of said that before, but like, Think of, for example, me with Onyx right now. They have emotionally connected with me perfectly. Mm. I'm not just like, oh, this is just a good coffee. I like, no, I like every part about this in yeah. every facet in every way. And that wasn't that was very intentional, you know. So that's to me, that's the the home run. If you can do that, I think anybody can do that, right? You can be a cupcake shop, you can be a coffee shop, you can be, you know, a blogger, you can be whoever making music. As long as you have like other people in mind and you know more about yourself and them, you can make things that connect perfectly. Mm. And that sounds almost like kind of like crass almost to say like, oh, it's perfect, you know, but like that's kind of the goal, you know, so it's like just clear, perfect alignment worth where you you have a good intention in mind. Okay, that that begs the question for me, which is how do you find the balance between connection with who you're the audience you're trying to reach mm-hmm. and this and a mentality that says I just do this for myself or I I'm just staying true to myself and you know whatever comes comes I yeah. feel like I feel like people either try to go one way or the other so you either sell out and then you just care about what other people think or you stay true to yourself and you just stay a lonely island because you're not <laughs> connecting yeah where does how do you find that balance between the two in order to both meaningfully connect and stay true to your brand or whatever, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is you're trying to communicate that is a reflection of you. Sure. I think like there's a, there's like a trend now of kind of like distinguishing between art and design. Like I see lots of Instagram posts and everyone loves to like make their own content. Like what's the difference between art and design? Because everyone likes to, you know, compartmentalize things like, Oh, this is different in this way. So therefore I can, people have to rank things as well, list things. Yeah, you know? So it's yeah. like, I'm good at design, but not art or I'm an artist, not as, a, and it's like, that's such, there's, there's so many semantics, right? And it's like, to me, the, the difference or the solution almost is not to be like, I'm an artist first. It has to be true to me. They come second. It's more like the whole point is just like you're a person and the person you're helping is also a person, right? So like, you win by you know getting paid and getting to make things for a living, right? They win by your solution being the right solution and yeah. you know performing well. So it's like why can't you just do both? You know, like make good things that help people in a way that's unique to you that fulfills that feeling of like needing to make beautiful things or share or whatever. And it's like that's that's to me a problem with like content right now. Is everyone kind of just making things just to make things? Mm. It may help people, but it might not be beautiful. They make things that might. Um, you know, propel their career forward, but it's not really helping anybody else, you know? So there's always like these nuances, but that's generally my thought is like, it has to be mutually beneficial in like multiple ways. So you can say like financially, emotionally, um, you know, aesthetically, all these things. But I think there's just, there's just a lot of, um, there's a lack of that intention in a lot of creative people. I think that it's just, it's almost like misinformation that we've been fed for a long time of like, just you got to do the thing to get the money. You know, <laughs> you got to do yeah. all the right tactics to you know sell your product. And it's like, no, man, you're still a human being. Just just be a human being <laughs> first. Right. So that's so good. And and the ultimate goal then would be like fulfilling your purpose and that that being that benefiting others, like what you're doing and fulfilling your purpose. Even you saying that like 
it's a joy for you to wake up and make yourself a, a cup of coffee. That could have happened with anybody. Mm. But then there's this company that comes along that aesthetically, design-wise, like for some reason just really, really connects with you. They're emotionally mm. aligned. Is that how you said it? Yeah. Yeah, they're emotionally aligned with you. It's like this perfect fit, but you benefit from this. Yeah. So do they. Yeah. But they're doing something that has impacted you in a way that you are proud to to talk about mm -hmm. onyx coffee and i love that that is your mindset when creating for others and could be perfectly applied to anything like i'm yeah. sitting here and thinking about grounds of earth thinking about other areas of my life where i am doing whatever and how am i benefiting others and how is that also fulfilling my purpose or the things that come easy to me how mm -hmm. how am i utilizing those things to impact others positively it's, it sounds more like a collaborative mindset which is mm -hmm. an interesting idea even if you're you're making you're making all of the content and somebody else is consuming it mm -hmm. but still considering that consumer as somebody that you're collaborating with and yeah. and their collaboration is the uh it speaks to them or they get you know get a laugh out of it or whatever it is right that they get something from it that's also a way to think of collaboration, even if they didn't contribute uh, contribute mm -hmm. to the creative thought itself. But there's still somebody that you're collaborating with. Totally. I like that. I, I, I have a question that I'm interested. It's basically for the bunch. But when you use, use that idea of being emotionally aligned with something, almost like the perfect fit, mm. you have Onyx for coffee. But mm. are there other areas of your life or other things that you're like, I am perfectly aligned with this. <laughs> like I have a friend of mine who only wears like one brand of clothing. He loves this brand of clothing. So when you said emotionally aligned and you gave the descriptor, I was like, that's it for yeah. him. Um, but for some people, it's music. It's like one musician that will mm. always, they're, they're just emotionally aligned with that musician. Does anything come to mind for, for you guys? It's uh, not like besides coffee. What, can you give an example for you? Um, I, I was actually thinking about that, which is why I asked <laughs> it. You're stalling. Um, I have one in case you don't. I mean, another. Go ahead. Go like, ahead. I mean, the term can be like loose or specific. So you could say yeah. like generally like <laughs> it's almost funny to think like, yep, their marketing is working on me. That's basically what this comes down to. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like I'm yeah. simultaneously a sucker and also exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly who should have this product, right? Um, I you mentioned a musician. One artist I will listen to till the day I die is Tycho. Um, yes. makes like yep. melodic. I think the, what is the genre Spotify gives them? It's like, uh, what is it? I, I, I know exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> it's something very weird. It's like vapor yeah. soul or something yeah. like that. <laughs> it's can't really articulated for knowing it very well. <laughs> Come on. Well, you can it's listen and tell me what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I'm a fan too. I'm a fan yeah. too. Yep. Just give me a hard time. But it's just that, you know, it's like right. every time, all the time, the feeling I get from listening to that music it just perfectly fits, you know? Yeah. So that's amazing. That's awesome. Oh, man. Are you any, anything? I think like a product or something like that, you know? Um, hmm. Instruments, brands, clothing, you know? Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of something that I, I, I don't know, like recently Ben Davis pants for me. I really like, I'm wearing them right now. Um, and it happened 
by way of my brother actually like giving me pants or when I was in New York and we were, we were just randomly walked into a store and we were shopping for pants. Yeah. Um, these pants, they're like workman's pants, almost like Carhartt pants. Okay. Um, but they've got like jeans and pants and the way they fit and their little logo on the back. There's something about Ben Davis pants that at least for this season of my life, we're just emotionally aligned. I, I almost want to exclusively wear Ben Davis pants. Man, this is such a tricky question for me because <laughs> I feel like now forever and always, I got to like, I will have to be aligned. So, Oh, no, not at all. I mean, one <laughs> no, day is I'll on. wear different pants, yeah. you know, and I'm pretty sure he listens to other music besides okay, Tiger. Okay, I'll, gi- I'll, give, you, I'll give you an Go example. Ahead. Any Wes Anderson movie. Mm. Oh, wow, yes. All right, right. French Dispatch comes out. French Dispatch comes out. When does it come out? This is not a French Dispatch commercial. (laughs) You're right. It's not? No. Oh, wow. But but it is October 22nd, This is the perfect conversation to bring up, though, with a designer. Are Are you a Wes Anderson fan? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. There's something so beautiful about the way he films. Yeah. What really brought me into the Wes Anderson world was the the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm. I almost said pink because I was thinking <laughs> of the pink, pink hotel. scene. Yeah, it's pink hotel. Um, but you can scrub through that movie and at any point, it's like a perfect piece of art. Mm. Have you done that before? No, I haven't. I, it, you can take the movie, scrub through and stop it at any point and it looks like an, a piece of art that you could hang on a wall. It's called Every Frame of Painting. It's called, hmm. there it is. I didn't even know this. Thank that, you, that's Roy. A Every Frame... Every frame of painting. Every frame of painting. I like that. Huh. Here's, here's our, our director and producer, Roy Seringa, okay, everybody. So, so Br- Grand Budapest Hotel for you. Well, I'd, my, my favorite is Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Rushmore fan. I love Rushmore. Aaron? Moonrise Kingdom is pretty up there. Oh, wow. Yes. But Grand Budapest Hotel is equally good <laughs> it is very very listen good. i'm sure it's i'm sure it's from a time and place in my life but the royal tenenbaums is just <laughs> royal tenenbaums it's, is i i can't tell you the number of times i have watched that movie and i don't even like re-watch movies now anymore that was a time and place when you actually insert a dvd yeah yeah uh to watch a movie and i watched that movie countless times but it, that movie was very similar in with that concept of every frame of painting because I literally would just watch and see like if I could see Visually, something yeah. new mm-hmm. every time because yeah. it was and you just can amazing. yeah yes you know it's like some weird painting in the back that was in another shot you're like oh my gosh that's continue <laughs> the continuity is real <laughs> right right and then uh, I make many references to that movie mm-hmm. that are lost on many people but oh, yeah, I sure. at least feel great inside when I make the reference it just reminds <laughs> me a little bit that's so funny yeah I I need to rewatch that one I've only seen it one time oh. Out of all of them. But that one, if I'm thinking about the entire, uh, all of his movies, is what what do you even call that? His whole repertoire or catalog. Thank you. Um, That one seems like one of the funniest of them all to me. Like the most comedic. Mm -hmm. That or Life Aquatic. Yeah. yeah. Out of all of them, the reason I like Rushmore is because I'm a sad boy at heart (laughs) and it is a sad movie. I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of like glimmers of hope, but it's pretty, (laughs) pretty heartfelt and emotional. Like that's fair. That's, that's why I love Rushmore. How do you feel about the animated ones? Like Isle of Dogs and, um, the fantastic Mr. Fox. I'm a fan. Yeah. I like them. I, I think for me, it's just mind blowing that you can have something as, 
Is visceral the right word? Like there's there's this experience that you're having that's so lifelike, although I know it's claymation. Mm-hmm. It just, it comes a lot. Is it claymation? It is, right? It is. I think it's it stop is. motion. It's, it's yeah, it's out of clay, I thought. I mean, it looks like clay yeah. or Play-Doh. It's not Play-Doh. Mm. <laughs> it is not that. No? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have an appreciation for stop motion, though. Man, you yeah. see the making of those things, and you're like, God, how the, how, the, how do you have this much patience? <laughs> there, I don't. There's a show it. my kids watch that I think they watch it because I, if I'm going to have a show on for my kids, it's, it's, they're a little older now, but um, Tumbleleaf on Amazon. Listen, hmm. stop motion. It, every time I watch it, I just sit there and I think, if you're not appreciating this, children, I am. Because <laughs> really? it is that, it, honestly, it's that amazing. Because I watch it for like, a, how did you do that? Yeah. yeah. And I think they like intentionally do that. Right. right. You know, like a lot of movies insert humor for adults. Yep. To stay, I feel like I feel like somebody on that show, like a producer said, we're going to make this interesting for adults. And we're yeah. just going <laughs> to suck in the creatives. Yep. So they sucked me in. I, it's very impressive. And I, I really like that we're on stop motion right now yeah. from Onyx Coffee. Oh, we yeah. We've been, the, the rabbit trail goes, goes very goes far. Deep. I think to close out the episode today, I just... I, this this is a thought that I have when you were talking about being emotionally aligned is I feel like I'm emotionally aligned with Aaron. And I don't know what it is. I mean, he and I got coffee two or three weeks ago and we were just catching up. Um, I, I said, I told him, I was like, I'm pretty sure because I'm about to get married. I might, I'm I'm married at this point at, by the time the episode <laughs> is released. You know, I'm married. And, um, and my fiance slash wife, um, Oh, I was telling her about Aaron and she was like, okay, who is this? And I was like, well, we meet like bi-annually, like every other year <laughs> to just catch up and like hear what's going on in each other's lives. And, um, but it has always been meaningful for me to ha- have relationship with you, to know you, to see what you do and, and to see you posting Onyx all the time. It just made me think it, he would be the perfect guest to have on the show. Honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback off that because it's, what he's saying is very true because what you're what you're expounding on about an emotional connection that is true even for me and i know that may sound a little strange and it's probably <laughs> because i feel like i'm connected to you aaron we have met literally literally less than a handful of times mm-hmm. in person but i follow you on instagram and i've had these interactions where like i own stuff now <laughs> that you used to own but all these little touch points and i'm like i don't know what it is but i keep like I circle back and I connect. Yeah. And so you do a great job at that. And and to the content you create and just, I mean, any content, not just for what you do for, like in business, but the way that you interact with people, the way you utilize social media, the art or design that you create always has been people focused. Always. Mm-hmm. Even if there is, I mean, every single one of us, I think in our nature are, are, um, a, a little bit selfish. Like even if there yeah. is a piece of it that is beneficial for you, you have always had focus and attention on people. And it's, I felt that when we've been together, but I also see that through what you make. And I think that's what can make somebody who's only interacted with you a handful of times feel emotionally aligned. Mm. They'd be like, I want to subscribe to this content. I want to, <laughs> I want to follow what's going on in this person's life. And that has always meant a lot to me. Mm. Um, so I do want to say thank you for that. And to continue doing that because whether it's what you do professionally or just the interactions that we have, um, what you are doing is making a meaningful difference. Wow. 
Well, thanks guys. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. Like I was telling my wife before, I was like, man, I'll say it to you afterwards, but just <laughs> <laughs> to Josiah, like, I mean, I feel the exact same way. It's like every time we're together getting coffee, whatever, it's like I, I leave feeling better. And there's mm-hmm. very few people I feel like that give me that feeling, you know, that, but you know, no matter what the conversation is, it ends up being where you, you walk away feeling more empowered or mm-hmm. more alive or encouraged or whatever. You're one of those people. And David, I feel the same way about you, oh. even in those handful of times. That's great. Like, yeah, literally, we just walked in here. We're at David's house, right? And like, we're just talking. And I'm like, man, I love your house. We're just getting this conversation as if we've been hanging out for years, you know? And I'm like, you know, this is just how this is with people like David and Josiah. <laughs> and and oh, I think that's the hope, you know, forever that yeah. like our interactions with people would be something that would allow them to walk away feeling encouraged. And two, I, man, every single episode that we've had, we've gotten to watch as like our goal of unpretentious coffee talk mm. literally is to- like totally embodied by that person coming in to talk about coffee they subscribe to, <laughs> that they just love. Um, and you're like the perfect guest for the show. And so we're so honored to have had you here. Thank you so much for being with us yes, today. Thank how you. can people find what you do? Like tell yeah. people how they can get connected to Aaron if they want to have this meaningful difference, emotionally aligned experience with Aaron Rolston. How do they do that? <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm on all the regular social media stuff. Um, Aaron Ralston um, website, also AaronRalston.com. Web design stuff. My company's called Studio Mesa, uh, recently rebranded. So yes. <laughs> soon to be announced more properly and whatnot, all but right. in the process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just look me up wherever you find Aaron Ralston. And ironically, there's another dude named Aaron Ralston who's, I don't know if you heard about this. There's a movie, 127 Hours. The guy yeah, cut uh-huh. his arm off, yep. uh, yeah. the boulder thing. That's the first result, unfortunately, working on not letting that be the first result. <laughs> I mean, that man's been through a lot. So, yes. you know, I'm sure he's earned. He's got a Wikipedia page. I don't, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but it's Rolston with an O. Rolston with Aaron an O. Aaron yep. Rolston. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. Cool. Thank you, Aaron, for being with us today. Seriously. And everyone, we will catch you on the Flippity Sip. Ground to Earth is produced by David Furry, Josiah Kent, and Roy Seringo. Editing by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. Video by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. Music is by David Furry, Riley Thornton, and Josiah Kent. Thanks for getting Ground to Earth with your hosts, Josiah Kent and myself, David Furry. See you next time.